0: All right, everyone, this is The Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. So excited. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking about the top 10 NFTs of all time based on sales volume and also take a peek at numbers 11 through 20 and see if there are any that we think could creep up into that top 10 leaderboard over the next six months. We're also going to be talking about a mega- mutant ape yacht club that was revealed last night and maybe take a look at all 11 that have been revealed so far pick out our favorite and let the chat play along as well so great show and we want to give a shout out to today's sponsor ftx us they're one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer for the FTX app. And the FTX US trading platform for NFTs features the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees, differentiating them from some of the leaders in the space. So if you have not had a chance to check out FTX yet, The link is in the description below and also pinned to the chat right now. Go ahead and show our friends at FTX some love and check it out. Without further ado, I want to get today's show kicked off. And to do so, I am first going to need people to smash that like. Uh, We need to get that like count up. And if you have not subscribed to Benzinga's YouTube channel yet, Please do so and let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Ben own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy?
1: I'm <clears throat> sorry. Uh same old, same old. Living the dream.
0: You know, it's a it's a great day. It's Wednesday. I mean, this week is flying by already with, you know, the Monday holiday that we talked about yesterday. Um, I don't know if you were able to tune in, Brian, but Benzinga actually hosted a list maker event which is one of benzinga's new series and we spent some time talking about nfts so i had the honor and privilege to present some of those lists with luke Jacoby, and we talked about some of the best nft marketplaces we talked about some of the best nft promoters and then we talked about some of the biggest (coughs) nft collections out there which we're going to hear about several of those collections later on in our top 10 list um but it was a great event. Right. And then we also had panels from a couple, uh, you know, NFT people and even some celebrities. The lead singer of Good Charlotte was there talking about how NFTs can help in the music industry. We also got to hear about utility for NFT collections from, you know, Rarible, Crypto.com and some others. So exciting times ahead. And Benzinga is there to cover everything in the NFT space. Um, So shout out to any new listeners or viewers we may have who found out about our show that airs Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time during this morning's event. Uh, Brian, let's kick it off with some news. And this one, I'm a little ashamed to say that I completely missed. It actually happened over the weekend. We were just talking about mutant bats yesterday, right? And how Mm -hmm. you could finally bite your uh, your crypto bat with another project uh, that they had partnered with and create that mutant bat. Well, guess what? The Prince of Darkness himself, Ozzy Osbourne, bought a Board Ape Yacht Club NFT over the weekend.
1: I did not know
0: that until today. He's a he's a man of mystery. Yeah, he bought this this pink fur ape, right? And, and it's a seven trait. I mean, it looks really cool. They call it like a, a Vietnam War era helmet, I believe. Um, you know, pink fur. It's got the earring, it's got, you know, the the cool eyes there, the shirt. And the reason he bought this bored ape, of course, Brian, was a little bit of self-promotion, right? Because then uh-huh. he took that board ape. And he took one of the crypto bats that he owned and he went ahead and he bit that board ape. And the result is that we got a new uh, mutant bat that combines elements of crypto bats and elements of board ape yacht club. I think I had that image somewhere, but uh, yeah, I mean, these are some of the mutant results now Uh, pretty cool to see, you know, two collections collide and also now, you know, Ozzy getting into Bored Apes kind of as a, there it is right there. Uh, what do you think, Brian? That is the result of a Crypto Bat and that pink fur Bored Ape. I mean, you can clearly see the, the pink trait catching on uh-huh. here.
1: It's interesting. It's definitely really cool. I like that. I, I like this little um, feature. I mean, we've talked about it a few times. I think this is one of the coolest uh, NFT features out right now. So I think it's, I think it's really neat. And of course, uh, Ozzy uh, snuck that one in there. He's not a, um, he's a, he's a man of a few words nowadays. So that's kind of cool that he snuck that bias.
0: Yeah. And, and Brian, here's an interesting one for you. Cause we're going to talk about board apes and mutant apes later. Of um, course, crypto bats have a floor price of 0. 0.52 and mutant bats have a floor price of over 0. 0.7. So the mutant bats are actually trading higher than the Mm -hmm. crypto bats. So again, you combine two collections, you create this mutant bat and there hasn't been a ton done. I mean, you can see the low number of mutant bats there. But again, if you own two of them, you know, from the partnered collections, you can make a mutant bat and uh, a decent return. So yep. I, I just love this, yeah, this element. And yeah, I mean, we got Wilberto in the chat saying the BatBite is creative for sure. I agree. We haven't really seen anyone do like this method. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's really unique. And I feel like you're going to see more projects, um, you know, go down this route, right? We see all the time in Twitter spaces and interviews we do on the show, Brian, where the NFT community is so well connected, right? So founders from one project are friends with founders of other projects. They sometimes do, you know, one-of-one artwork pieces for their friends or they, you know, partner and do whitelist giveaways. But maybe we see more of the partners in terms of, you know, connecting those collections. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And hopefully, I think that's awesome. I love that everyone's connecting and working together and making something awesome for the space as a whole. I mean, yeah, more, more of it as much as we can get.
0: Definitely. And then Brian, I mean, I, you know, one of the questions in the back of my mind, and maybe this is too much of an opinion question is, all right, Ozzy Osborne, he buys this board Ape, right? And he spent 114.99 ETH, so around $359,000. Um, it was above the floor price because of the traits. He bought that board ape. And you know, we gotta think that the reason he bought it was to do the the bite, right? Otherwise, he would have bought the board ape a long time ago. The question is: does he hang on to the board ape now? You know, as like a store of value or for the future, the token and what's to come? He could use it as a profile picture. He can be part of that club, maybe perform at the board ape yacht party next year, or does this ape get sold and we see that it was, you know, really a one-time promotional event. What do you think will happen and what would you do if you were Ozzy here?
1: All right. <clears throat> so there's no telling what he is going to do or what he's even thinking, or in my opinion, it's probably uh, what his uh, publicist is telling him to do, because I'm sure he doesn't give a shit or even know what the hell is, a, what the hell a boy ape is. But I would assume he maybe hold on to it and keep it as a store of value. That's what I would do at least. And I could be wrong. He might know exactly what this is and this is what he's all about. But the Aussie I I've, I've seen um, who knows.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I feel like at this point he's going to hold it at least for a little while because uh, you know, not to say that it would, you know, uh, make it less for that project. But if he were to turn around and sell this like today, I feel like maybe it hurts CryptoBats and mutant bats a little bit, right? Because it was just mm-hmm. like a one-time event. But in the same right, I mean, there's so many musicians and celebrities who own Bored Apes. And I feel like Ozzy, you know, he, he can just stay part of that club. And I'm just going to go out on a, a whim here. That $350,000 is not exactly uh, a huge amount of money to Ozzy Osbourne. So I'm guessing you know. maybe this one just, uh, you know... <clears throat> It's locked away and and stored. So, But we'll we'll find out because, again, that's part of NFT community, right? If a celebrity sells an ape, we usually do hear about it um, fairly quickly. So we will follow along with all that action in the future. Uh And we do have a huge event happening today. We have the Sotheby's auction for 104 Crypto Punks. Remember, we talked about this weeks ago, right? It's been, uh, you know, an event in the making, and they are selling all 104 CryptoPunks one lot. You can pay with USD or with crypto, and the estimate from Sotheby's was 20 million to 30 million. And the auction company had 100 million dollars in auction sales from NFTs in 2021. So they clearly have seen the potential growth there. Um, we also saw, you know, one individual rare CryptoPunk sell for $11.8 million at a Sotheby's auction. A- and then recently we, of course, got, you know, the big alien sale. Um, the floor price of uh, CryptoPunks multiplied by the cost of Ethereum at this moment or at the show start moment, I get $18.4 million. Um, when I wrote the original article it was 21.5 million. And again, Sotheby's estimate 20 to 30 million. So, you know, do do we need to lower expectations here because of the floor price falling? Do we think that maybe this doesn't quite hit 20 million, you know, since none of these are particularly rare trait punks or because you can buy them all in one lot, is there still sort of that premium approach um where these could go for you know 20 to 30 million what what are your takes here brian um
1: <clears throat> I, I guess we'll have to see i i mean i don't know it's so subjective um 20 30 million for each just man i i don't even i don't even know if i can give an answer because these can either go for you know, 100 million down the road, or, <clears throat> you know, they could, you know, lose value as more projects like Bored Apes take over and people are kind of getting bored with CryptoPunks. But I think CryptoPunks will continue to have value because they're like the revolutionary NFT project that really sprung and spurred everything else that we know about NFTs so far. So I highly doubt they'll ever go to zero or even lose a tremendous amount of value. But I don't know. We'll just have to see who buys it and what for, and kind of figure it out from there what they're gonna do with it.
0: And does that say is that 7 p.m. <laughs> I see at the top there. I think for the the auction. I was trying to find out what time this is closing at. I believe it's a live auction. When are you um, gonna make your bid? <laughs> right. Hey, I'm not gonna tell you what my bid's gonna be because I don't want you to. I don't want you to prices right me right and bid one dollar yeah, yeah. more. So, uh, uh,
1: you
0: know, you know, Brian, I, I was I was real bullish on this, to be honest. And I really thought it was going to go for 20 to 30 million. But I just feel like now, like there, there's not rare punks in this. And I just wonder if like like you said, right, bored apes have kind of taken over and taken that thunder away. I just don't know if someone wants to own 104 <laughs> crypto punks and really sees the long term value. You know, to me, I feel like that
1: kind of capital and then I mean, you could probably piece them out each individually and get your money back pretty quickly without selling the whole lot. Yeah, but that is quite a chunk. And there's not many people in this whole entire world that have the amount of money in order to do that, sit on it and be okay with it. So we'll, we'll have to see what who gets it and why or if it remains anonymous, we will we may shall never know.
0: Yeah. And, and that's just that is, you know, that's the other part, right? Is do we end up hearing who won? So there was that giant auction for the Bored Ape Yacht Clubs. Um, but And that one, we still don't know who won to my knowledge. And with that one, though, there was rare apes in it. You know, you had where yeah. there were some gold fur ones, right? Um, so there was like more incentive to get, you know, above the floor price. So I just, I don't know. But um, I was trying to calculate out here. So the cost, so that you could buy all 104 at the floor price of 18.4 million, or you could get for 18.4 million. Oh, I did this way wrong. You could get... Yeah, I think I'm we trying to figure out
1: the, um, how many board apes instead of board ape.
0: 74 board apes. So, Brian, 104 CryptoPunks or 74 board apes 74 if you had the apes. money. Yeah, board apes. I feel like hands down, yeah, right?
1: Not even a question.
0: Like, there's just so much more value. The board apes, they've already delivered. I mean, people who own them already got their mutant ape. They already got their kennel club. <laughs> But we have Token coming, which we're going to talk about later on. We've got access to these events, these clubs. And what is Larva Labs doing, right? If you own They don't really have punk- much
1: to offer. Bes- yeah. I mean, okay, let me take that back. They do have a lot to offer. But it doesn't have the same functionality, and it's not the same value you get out of Board Ape's. So CryptoPunks are more like, I guess the equivalent would be, uh, if you have a CryptoPunk, you're pretty much buying The Mona Lisa. It's a piece of art. Everyone knows about it. Or like a Banksy painting is probably more relevant. Yeah, You buy a Banksy painting and um, you get from auction and you have it and you can tell everybody you have that Banksy painting. Bored Apes is like getting the Banksy painting that actually shredded itself. So at first you have this store value it's it is very very valuable but during the auction it it actually self-destructed and became even more valuable because it has a functionality and has even more like pizzazz to it and that's what a board ape is and then board apes you can also get into parties and have this exclusive membership access to this you know very very small group that only the elite of the elite have or if you're lucky enough to get in early to be able to have it, CryptoPunk. You, you just say you have a CryptoPunk. That's cool. You know, maybe the value is kind of a flat line eventually, but it'll always have a store value and will slowly go up. Bored Ape's gonna rock it, and you know who knows what else is next in that line. Larva Labs isn't really. There's not really much else they can do with CryptoPunk because it's an old um, ERC standard. So you know, eh, it, you know, there's a give and take. There's there's kind of my rundown on how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, mark this now, uh, Alyssa, because when this auction closes tonight and we know the price, I think this would make our Twitter poll question of the week of would you rather, whatever the final price is, would you rather buy 104 CryptoPunks, X amount of Bored Apes, or maybe we ask, you know, Tesla stock or Apple stock or, uh, you know, Bitcoin or, you know, some type of crypto. It's a very fun question. Right. And there's not necessarily a
1: contest with it, too. Like if you get the closest, whoever gets the closest, you can get something from our swag store. How about that?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a great point, Brian. You know, so I, I forgot what I made my guess before for the 104 punks. I think I was around 20 or 21 I'm gonna go lower now. Um, I, I'm thinking seventeen point seven seven million dollars is my new guess for the CryptoPunks. Right, no, I'll that's not 15. my bid amount. What are you going fifteen?
1: I'll go fifteen, and then we'll say uh, if you, and then we'll do. How about we do two polls, Alyssa? Say if you uh, agree with me or Chris, whoever does that, you get like a you get twenty five to fifty percent off the swag store if you're right. And then if you get it spot on below it, prices right rules, you get a free item. How about that? Boom. There you go. There we Twitter. go.
0: All right. Well, this is going to be a fun one, Brian, and I'm excited to see what the final price is tonight. Um, uh, again, a, a big event for NFTs and just more recognition that NFTs are going more mainstream, right? When you have these mm-hmm. big auction houses doing lots like this and Speaking of projects that have gone mainstream, you just heard me talk about uh, Bored Apes. We also have Mutant Apes. So back last year, every owner of a Bored Ape Yacht Club got a what was called a Mutant Serum. And, and those were randomly selected. You either got an M1, M2, or a Mega Mutant Serum. And what you could do then is take your Bored Ape and combine it with that serum, and you got a mutant ape yacht club NFT, <coughs> and there is going to be twenty thousand uh, mutant apes. There's currently less than that because not all the serums ha- have been used. This is almost similar to like what we were talking about with crypto bats and mutant bats, right? Where y- you do that element where you create a brand new NFT. So there, you see the floor price on mutant seventeen point three seven. And Brian, there was this huge event last night. There was a Twitter Spaces. There was a video, an unveil of a mega mutant serum used on a board ape. And this serum was purchased for 999 Ethereum (laughs) or $3.8 million. (laughs) Oh my God. And instead of just sitting on that serum in the wallet, it was finally used, right? So we got to see... Um, what this mutant looks like, and it follows up one that we got last year. It's pretty that dope, was though. Bought for three point five million. Look at that thing, mega trippy ape. That is pretty sweet. I mean, uh, again, three point eight million dollars. Um, so so take it with a grain of salt. And, and also, Brian, there are only two mega mutant serums left. So when this project launched, there was a total of 13 given away to Ape holders. We have 11 that have been unveiled and we have two left. And one of the owners of those two makes it sound like he is going to do his unveil party real soon. And he actually paid 1,542 Ethereum on January 2nd for his serum. So we're talking big, big dollars here, right? Maybe to you. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, if we're if we're bitten on tonight, you know, it's uh, uh, a a little bit different with money here. But yeah, and we got born in the chat saying we got too much money. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So look at this, this trippy ape. And then, Brian, I thought a fun exercise today, If, if we can get all the images up. So like I said, there have been 11 of these unveiled. And again, some were bought right? Off the secondary. Some people bought the serums to make their own. And then others, you know, used the serum when they got them. There are all 11 mega mutant ape yacht clubs. They all have, you know, nicknames that were assigned. Some of them are well known because they're profile pictures for some, some top people in the NFT space. So let's walk through here. We got Mega Zombie. We got Mega Jelly. Mega Deathbot, which looks, I mean, pretty sweet, almost like he could be a villain in like a superhero movie, I, I would say. <laughs> um, we got next row Mega Demon, which is probably the most popular one because uh, it's used by a, a prominent NFT personality on Twitter. We got Mega Electric. We got uh, Mega Noise. And then scrolling down, we've got Mega Robot we have mega dmt which was one of the recent unveiled we have mega swamp and then finally mega radioactive and the newest to the collection mega trippy which i mean it, it, you know i'm a little biased because it's the most recent of of yeah see that's the thing i feel like i want to pick trippy as my favorite but then part of me is like i'm just saying that cuz it's the newest i've seen the other ones but all right, so Brian, you're you're sticking with, with Mega Trippy?
1: Yeah, that one's the coolest of mine. All right, opinion. well, you
0: know what? I'm probably going to make you pick a second favorite then because uh, <laughs> okay. I wanted this to be an exercise where we looked at all 11, deal, not just the, the new one. But <clears throat> all right, well.
1: Scroll out a little bit.
0: I would say, uh, bias aside, Mega Trippy, I'm going to go with, I still feel like Demon is really cool, but I'm going to go with Mega DMT, I think is, is my favorite.
1: I like the demon and I like the one at the top, right? The, the villain you said, the villain looking one. Yeah. yeah see, I, like I feel one.
0: like that one's underrated. Mm-hmm. Like that one to me could be in like a movie or a TV show. Some of these other ones, I don't know if they, they fit that mold. Right. They're really cool to look at, but like, could they actually be like a, a character? I mean, I guess maybe like the electric one almost looks like a, a villain too. Right. We had what electro in the the Spider-Man movies, but um so that's brian's well, number I think two ryan
1: ryan has one of the um oh i don't remember i'll have to look it up but two of our uh, ryan and logan both have a mutant i don't know if they have the mega one though
0: i don't think they have a mega one or they would they probably wouldn't be working as hard as they as they do so yeah, yeah i would yeah. <laughs> so i picked dmt as my favorite my second favorite I mean, it's tough. Oh, we're getting Alyssa chiming in here with swamp. Okay.
1: Oh, well, how about Alyssa that, Brian? Be in the swamp, huh? What
0: do you think about the swamp?
1: Yeah, I like it too. It is pretty cool.
0: Oh man, all, all right. None of them are
1: bad. I mean, I was not I was gonna that I say like that here. That okay, I here not like
0: here could be the hardest part, and I don't think we're gonna Same, do this. I so, so it. don't give an answer. But would you be able to pick your least favorite? You don't have um, to share, but like in your mind, I, I actually, are you like, okay, um, this one's my least favorite.
1: The one at the top next to the um the villain guy. Uh the jelly one. Yeah, yeah I think
0: that I one feel like that be... one is kind of the most plain, right? Yeah. Like the rest all have like some big elements to them. And Those I feel like mega so... jelly. Oh.
1: You put it's... my name. I thought <laughs> I didn't <You> were... <laughs> see our names in there. I did I thought we were never mind. Cool. Yeah, that's ours.
0: Yeah. All and right, the, the well, let me. us know let us know in the chat, uh, what is your favorite Mega Mutant Ape? And again, we'll kind of scroll through these so you can see the names. Otherwise, you can just give us a description, right? And tell us, you know, top left, bottom left, number four, number five, et cetera. But yeah, so my favorite was the, the DMT. I don't think I put my name on a second favorite, uh, Alyssa. I would probably have to say Trippy. Um, just because I mean it, it does look, I mean, so badass. Like what a cool one. So uh yeah, DMT and Trippy are my top two picks. And I mean, like you said, Brian, it's really hard to pick, you know, mm. uh, a, a least favorite here. We do have Wilberto saying jelly least. And while I love the new trippy and the demon, I think the zombie fits the collection as maybe the most mutant looking. You so let's look point. at that zombie. I want to I bring up one thing that uh, someone said in the
1: chat. They said, take a drink every time a shill says community. If we did that, if we <laughs> were in part of it, Drunk. we'd be hammered 24-7.
0: Yeah. that's all
1: about the community.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I used to like drinking <laughs> games, but that one doesn't sound fun at all. No, um... I
1: wouldn't get any work done.
0: <laughs> also, every time we do an interview, right? And no offense to these projects, but a lot of times when we talk about, you know, what their favorite parts are and what they love. Community, they do talk Discord, about the community, right? Telegram, and I, I mean, it is it is emojis. part of it is part of NFTs, right? And mm-hmm. so, all right. Well, Alyssa picked a favorite. What about a second favorite, uh, Alyssa? Any any thoughts here? Oh, we did Trippy. Okay, so Trippy was number two for me, number two for Alyssa, number one for Brian. So I feel like I feel like Trippy's the the hands down winner here um and and again maybe we come back to this in six months brian actually maybe we come back to this when the next two are unveiled right because when Mm -hmm. we have all 13 that'll really be the big exercise right um is to see because i'm real curious to see what these others look like i believe one is supposed to be the cheetah trait um and then the other one i'm not sure because they each kind of had like a trait associated with them that like you didn't know ahead of time if i understand correctly um, I'm learning more and more about these, these mega mutants as I go along. So, yeah, I didn't
1: know much about them either just because I never really had one. And so after you, when you see a price point in the, like the millions or hundreds of thousand dollars, it kind of just pisses you off that you didn't get <laughs> into it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I remember when mutants came out and I wish I would have gotten one. And again, they did like a public sale of some that weren't with the serum, right? It was just auto-revealed. auto, mm-hmm. auto revealed. Um, But the serum element, I, I feel like, added some value, right? Because people got a free mutant serum for owning a board Ape. And again, the megas were super rare. But what if you got a mega serum? Like, what a lotto win, right? And even if you got, like, an M2, that was still a big win. And obviously, the M1s, you're able to make uh, you know, one as well. So the floor price on m1 serums right now 23 ethereum 43.9 ethereum on m2 and then on the mega there is one listed for 4206.9 eth so so brian if you if you're feeling uh, lucky later remember that 4206.9 <clears throat> eth to get that uh that mega mutant serum we can do you know 9. we we can do a, a live video right you know, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, brings some that. viewers in. So maybe it'll be worth the money. So uh. I got it on the
1: Rinkby uh, net. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, this was a fun exercise, right? Hopefully everyone in the chat enjoyed that. Um, it looks like some people picked out their favorites, but uh, definitely something we can come back to when these others are unveiled. I do before we get into our big segment today, I do just want to take a quick look. a couple projects that minted um yesterday you've been hearing about them on our show for a couple weeks now we did have star catchers um mint out uh the project is completely sold out a collection of nine thousand or so we have 93.05 it's going to be 10,000 so my guess is not all the whitelist have minted yet we have a floor price of 0.724. Brian, this is actually a little lower than I would have guessed um, based on the the demand here. If you scroll down to uh, check out this uh, placeholder image, this has got to be uh, one of the uh, most unique um, pre-reveal images that I have ever <laughs> seen for a project. How about how about, uh, Star Tetris here? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, adding a little comedy. Brian, <clears throat> what do you think? Floor price 0.724 unrevealed um you think it uh should have been higher could be higher or uh not financial advice what are what are some of your thoughts here
1: um i think without the reveal i mean that's not bad that's i mean that's still a good chunk of change you know that's that's not that's not like that's cheap so we'll see i think the reveal will will get a little bit more uh price action but you know also whenever things are revealed it can go either way it's there's no really way to tell off the off the bat so we'll see i i'm pretty excited for invisible friends personally
0: yeah definitely and so with with star catchers the last thing i'll add brian is the reveal is i believe happening on the 26th which is saturday I, i gotta say my hat's off to star catchers i think that is the smart move to do a reveal on the weekend I think that brings more eyes to your project more trading after the reveal because some people in the nft space still have jobs right i know some Mm -hmm. some of them you know have have moved on right uh but some still work and have jobs so the weekend allows people to to pay a little bit more attention uh to this project when the artwork reveals so i'll be watching this on saturday um, and seeing if we we get a dip here, Brian and maybe some people selling when they don't get rare ones um, that can be picked up off the floor. So uh, the other project that we had they did their pre yesterday and they have their their public sale today was the doggies, the snoop dogg open or Snoop dogg uh, sandbox project mm-hmm. These minted out a floor of 0.8 I saw on OpenSea, which Brian, when we looked yesterday, the floor was 0.6. So we've already gone up a little bit um, from the, the first day of trading. And again, those have not been revealed yet. You can get, you know, a rare uh, Snoop Dogg avatar. Um, looks like we dipped a little bit, 0.778. Um but I was not able to mint this. Uh, it's a little bit higher than I wanted right now. Um, so this is another one that I'll be watching to see if we get a dip when people don't get, you know, the rare traits. What do you, what do you think of the doggies here?
1: Yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think that these will, um, also go for a lot very soon too. Um, uh, I really want one personally. Um, I don't know if I really am willing to pay that much for one though. So I probably won't get one, but uh and if I had more if I actually had land in the sandbox yeah, I probably would go. be a little bit more adamant about getting one, but I don't. So it's it doesn't really have as much value to me.
0: Yeah, and and to me, I mean Brian, uh, again, we come from the the stock market side of things, right? So we we talk about catalysts, right? And in stocks and I I talk about catalyst with NFTs sometimes too, right? When like roadmaps are announced. So with the Snoop Dogg avatars, it's already been announced that they will be featured in a music video. What has not been announced is when that music video will be happening or the snapshot date, right? Of when you have to own a a doggy. So I think we're going to see a dip now, right? But let's say in two months from now, when Snoop Dogg says, Hey, I'm filming my video with the doggies next week. I think we see a run, right? So that's something to keep in mind. Again, not financial advice, but look for future events in some of these projects to drive volume and floor price. Uh, Brian, you just mentioned the big one. We do have Invisible Friends minting today. We, of course, have to mention that. We've been talking about it for, for weeks, maybe even a month now. Uh, 2-23-22 which is today 5 p.m eastern standard time 0.25 and now here's the kicker that mint is going to be open for 24 hours and is only available to people with wallets on the early access list so no Mm -hmm. public sale brian so 5 p.m eastern time we're gonna start to see people mint these right and I'm curious if we see a lot of people mint these and try to immediately flip them, right? Because the demand is so high right now. And could you have that first mover advantage if you mint yours at five o'clock and you know, list it for five ETH and boom, it's gone versus the people who try to mint tomorrow and we see maybe the floor price go down to like two or three. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of my guess here. We saw this with Metaverse, right? Where people minted them and the floor was immediately set at five ETH. And then shortly after it started, you know, dipping below that. What do you think here, Brian? And if you, I, I mean, if you owned an invisible friend, I think maybe you would hold it through reveal, but let's say you were going to flip it. When would you flip it? Would you sell it right away or would you wait?
1: I would wait. I, I, I'm i not about <clears throat> flipping right off the gate uh, as much as I used to. I used to like to do that just to, for a quick turnaround, but I think that I've learned my lesson too many times to uh, flip really quickly personally. And but I've also been burned holding. It all just depends and like a project like this and not financial advice, but I think has enough backing and power to hold on to it even if it drops, you know, 20 to 50, maybe even 80% uh, immediately, I think that long term you'll see a lot more ROI than you would if you just want that immediate like, you know, 10 20% hike up. Um, just hold on to it; it will be worth it. But that's yeah. just me. Not yeah. a and, and
0: and Brian, the thing that still sticks out with me so much about Invisible Friends is supply is only five thousand. Like mm-hmm. we have not seen a project this hyped in a long time. And the most recent projects that we've seen that have been super hyped and super, you know, high demand, high want on the wait list, they've been like ten thousand or a little less, right? so supply is i mean a huge huge point here so i'm i'm jealous to anyone who was able to get on this whitelist, and uh you know i'll be watching to see if i can get into this project but i just feel like at this point i'm probably going to be priced out um but hey it doesn't hurt to follow along right and see if maybe uh the floor gets you know set lower than what I'm expecting. But I, I, I kind of expect this to hit five and, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So uh, yeah, well, that was our mints from yesterday and the big one today. Um, next week, we'll try to get an updated uh, mint calendar here. But Brian, we wanted to do a, a fun segment today, right? Because we're all about NFTs, education and news. And we thought it would be time to take a look at the top 10 NFTs of all time based on sales volume. So this doesn't mean that they are Brian and I's 10 favorite, right? Or the 10 best. This is just simply the 10 highest by sales volume overall. So, you know, some have larger collections, right? So they do have like an unfair advantage, but that's the way that this works. So these numbers come from CryptoSlam. And I'm going to briefly go down the top 10 here, which you can see on screen, and, and I'll share a little bit of information about the project. And then Brian and I will talk about the top 10. And then we're going to look at 11 through 20, which I think is going to be fun, right? Because we'll see if maybe there's some people in that uh, in little sector that maybe could move on up the next time we do this list. So starting at the top. We we talked about it yesterday. Axie Infinity recently passed the four billion dollar sales volume plateau, right? So the biggest project by sales volume of all time. It's a play to earn game. It is huge on a global scale. You have people playing this in countries earning a living. Um, you have to own three Axie NFTs in order to breed them. I believe the cheapest Axies right now are around one hundred and fifty dollars. You you have two tokens involved with this project that have also risen in price. So Axie Infinity really changed the game for play to earn NFTs. And we have CryptoPunks, which was a collection of 10,000 NFTs, considered one of the OGs on the Ethereum uh, blockchain. The lowest price punk right now, 65.5 Ethereum, around 175,000. We have that auction today at Sotheby's of 104 punks. We did also have the recent sale of a rare alien, 23.7 million. There have been 10 punks that have sold for over 1,500 Ethereum. Nine of those have sold for over 5 million US dollars at the time. Then we turn to our third project, Bored Ape Yacht Club 1.4. Billion dollars in sales, a collection of 10,000. Floor is 90 ETH right now. One of the most well-known projects by NFT collectors and by the mainstream media due to the number of celebrities, athletes, and investors involved. They have exclusives for their community, right? We talked about how people that own an ape got a free mutant serum to make Mutant Ape Yacht Club NFT. People got a free Bored Ape Kennel Club They also got access to the Adidas Mint. There is a token coming up for Ape holders. They also have a media deal with Guy Osiri, which could expand the project. Then we turn to Art Blocks, which is generative art. Um, They really define that industry. Sales of $1.2 billion, highly sought after by NFT collectors. They have several levels of uh, rarity based on the artist and how well known they are huge marketplace which they uh, power themselves this was started by Eric Calderon who is also known as snowfro and he used the proceeds from selling some cryptopunks to launch that marketplace so art blocks and we have NBA top shot from dapper labs which has changed the sports nft game forever they've also been a gateway project uh, to a lot of nft owners and a lot of people who have created their own projects so You buy packs that have moments inside of them and they are randomly selected. You also have a marketplace where you can buy individual moments for as low as $2 right now. They started with huge demand and low supply that has now flipped where we are seeing more supply, which means the prices have dropped. They host contests uh, that have fantasy basketball elements. They also have exclusives like we just had some All-Star Moments. Dunk contest moments and WNBA moments. Then we have Mutant Ape Yacht Club, that collection of 20,000, which has not all been unveiled yet. $876 million. In sales, a floor of seventeen point three seven. This is a project that's really caught steam because it's an entry point for some to get into the board ape society that can't afford a board ape. Right, you can buy a mutant ape, you can still get into all their events. You're also going to get that token, um, so another entry there. And we have Clone X. $435 million, a uh, collection of 20000 via Vials, similar to uh, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, where they are unrevealed. Um, there is 18895 on OpenSea right now, a floor of 12.69 ETH. These are from Artifact, the digital sneaker company that is now owned by Nike. This is a metaverse play as well. Then we have MeBits, which came from Larva Labs, the company behind... CryptoPunks. So Mebits uh, are 3D avatars. They launched on May 4th, 2021, uh, a price of 2.5 to 3 ETH. Um, and then also 11,000 of them were given to those holders of CryptoPunk. So a free uh, mint for anyone with that collection. Um, they are also now seeing high volume on Looks rare because they do not have as high of a uh, the the fees associated with them, so people earning rewards along the way are selling their mebits. And we have the Sandbox, a virtual land metaverse play. There's 152,000 plus pieces, a floor of 3.5 ETH. They also have the Sand Token. The Sandbox has partnered with the likes of Snoop Dogg, Warner Music Group, Atari, and others. And their land is also highly sought after <coughs> by these NFT projects. And rounding out the top 10, the newest entry on the list, we have Azuki uh, with sales volume $357 million. Uh, this is a collection of 10,000, a floor of 10.5. They call it a brand for the metaverse built by the community. And it gives you membership access to the garden, which is the corner of the internet where artists, builders, and Web3 enthusiasts meet. So, Brian, that was a lot. Top 10. Uh, I'll give you a chance to chime in here. Anything stick out to you as surprises? Anything that you think maybe moves up or down the top 10 list in the next three to six months?
1: That will move down in the top 10 list? I'd say CryptoPunks will still stay in the top 10, but will probably go down a couple um, throughout time. Um. I am a little bit more surprised that MeBits is still up there, even though it it does make sense because they were kind of one of the, the first ones of those explosion um, where everyone needed it and kind of went viral and all that kind of stuff. But I'd say that, like you said, I think they're going to be going down soon as well. I think the rest of them are pretty – it makes sense. Axiom Infinity definitely makes sense being the top one. Um, NBA top shot also um art box <clears throat> we'll definitely see a little bit unless they have some new stuff coming out and uh besides like the chromie squiggles and stuff like that they might move but i do kind of like how they have how that whole project is set up and it's different aspects and different fields and all these different uh collaborations and things like that so nothing really surprises me um <clears throat> CloneX, I think will also go down a little bit because i think there is just the adidas deal that that kind of uh blew that up so we'll we'll see but that's i guess my take on the top 10 so far
0: yeah no i mean great points there i i feel like uh i agree with most of that i feel like mutant ape yacht club could climb a little bit more um it's giving people you know access to the the board ape ecosystem um, also the sandbox. I mean, we've already seen virtual land sell for huge premiums, but really we've got the sandbox, Decentraland, we're starting to get some others, NFT Worlds, um, Blacktopia and more. So I think the the sticking point here could be, you know, do people keep doing the sandbox or do they move on? So, you know, the sandbox is one where I could see it, you know, completely dropping out of the top 10. Or I could see it, you know, rising up to maybe the top five because the sandbox becomes the virtual land, you know, market share leader. So Mm -hmm. that's something I'm watching. Brian, let's scroll on down here. This this is the part I really wanted to get to today. It's fun to look at the top 10, right? But then we look at, you know, 11 through 20 and, and maybe a little bit lower. And we get some real popular names right away, right? We got Doodles. At 11, 290 million, we got Cool Cats, 280 million, and then I go even further down, and at 17, I see Board Ape Kennel Club, 205 million, and I see World of Women sitting at 20th with that huge deal with Reese Witherspoon and um, Hello Sunshine. So right now there is a gap. So 356 million is 10th place. In 11th place is 290. That's what, 66 million? Looking at 11 through 20, are there any names there that you see, you know, maybe moving up into the, the top 10 the next time we, we do this in, a, you know, three or six months?
1: Doodles and w- World of Women. World <clears throat> of Women, yeah, agreed. Just those two uh, that I would say might make the top 10.
0: What do you think about, so Board Ape Kennel Club, if that ape token comes out, and it sounds like people who own a kennel club are also going to get the ape token. So if you're priced out of Bored Apes, you're priced out of Mutant Apes, do we see a big run on Kennel Club you know, around the release of that token? And could that be enough to push that up into the top 10? <clears throat> I don't know about push
1: it up to the top 10, but it'll definitely give it a run. Yeah, for sure. I can see that happening. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, to me, yeah, uh, World of Women still is the one that stands out right at 20th, 173 million. Um, I, I think we're going to see that one get so much attention. That's one similar to me, not, not to put it on the same level as Board Ape, but look at what Board Ape has done in, in terms of people not in NFTs knowing about it, right? That's going to happen to World of Women when they do these TV shows and these movies. You're going to have people who have never heard of NFTs, people who don't own NFTs. They're going to hear about World of Women. And then we're going to yeah. see a little bit of FOMO kick in. We're going to see that project, I think, really take off. So that would be my pick. I mean, even though it's all the way down at 20, I feel like that's my pick to get into the top 10. I mean, it, I feel I like agree. Doodles and Cool Cats would be you know, easy to get there, right? Because they're already up there at 11 and 12 but to me world of women's the one that stands out that it's it's going to jump um and then Brian I just wanted to point out that down at 25th place we get solana monkey business 154 million which makes it the top solana based project right and you you and I know well right from interviewing legend and talking about some of these solana projects that solana nfts are really starting to get more attention. And when Mm -hmm. Ethereum NFTs got a ton of attention, we saw CryptoPunks, right? The OG really take off. Well, Solana monkey business is considered by many, you know, the OG in Solana. If Solana NFTs become more mainstream, do we see Solana monkey business start to move up? And could that be an outside contender for the top 10? Or do you think it's got, you know, too much work cut out being on Solana? I don't know. Uh, uh, It would
1: be hard to kind of tell. It, It might be worth to hold one and see. I might have to
0: jump on that little train, take a little ride. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that was our top 10, and that was 11 through 20. Let us know in the chat, guys, what are your thoughts? Is there anything 11 through 20 that you think will move into the top 10? And is there anything in the top 10 you think will move out let us know. And again, if you're listening to this on podcast or you're watching this after we aired live, feel free to shout out Brian or I on Twitter. You can tag us. You can message and you know, let us know your opinion. Uh, it's a fun exercise, right? And again, no one's wrong today. I mean, six months from now, you might be wrong, right? Because the exercise is over. But
1: mm-hmm. today,
0: your, your opinion is as, you know, as valid as you know, mine and Brian's. So let us know. Um, looks like, yeah, we got Borton in the chat saying cool cats up to nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, cool cats. The, the thing with cool cats is I feel like they just did the cool pets launch. So I feel like one of their big catalysts is already done. They do have the milk token. They're going to get some tokenomics and, you know, gamification, but I just feel like cool cats. I mean, not to say it topped, but like, I feel like a lot of the positive news is behind it now. Um, so, you know, maybe a year from now, but I just feel like over the next three or six months, I don't know if it moves up, but yeah, well, those are my thoughts. Those are Brian's thoughts. Um, what do we got guys? We got a couple minutes left in, uh, today's episode. Let us know in the chat, if there's anything you want to talk about. I did see one mentioned here since we were just talking about, um, Solana, Uh, And we want to focus more on that. I believe we had uh, Matthew in the chat saying uh, a Solana project. Uh, D-Gods are taking over. Matthew, I'm assuming this is uh, D-Gods here. Uh, Solana-based project. Uh, Let us know. And and then um, this might be one. That we have to take a look at um further, Brian, because Solana projects again just seem so bullish at this point. Agreed. All right. Well, I'm, a, we I'm, get- I'm actually opening up
1: my Phantom wallet Ma- and sending some Solana over there to kind of get ready for it. Cause let's uh, I'm, go I'm about it.
0: Brian, let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna have <clears> to do the same. Look at these D gods. I yeah, I feel like I heard of this project. I don't know, but hey. Let me tell you something, Brian. I pulled up Twitter and I looked to see how many followers D God had, and if I have anyone in common. And guess what? Our friend Solana Legend follows D Gods, which you know, not financial advice, but to me, that's a, a strong indication there from the the expert in Solana himself following that project. So, uh, take that with a grain of salt. Um, but I i feel like D Gods uh oh and so we got some of the co-founders of Solana, is that what okay. All right. I I see you, D Gods. Well, good pick in the chat, Matthew. Uh hey Brian, I mean when you get that Solana in there, I don't know what the price is on these, but uh the, this one's uh looking looking pretty strong here.
1: How do I get there? What 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 marketplace am I looking at? I think it here?
0: was Magic Eden, right? It looked like at the yep what do we have a floor price i can't see that we might have to zoo 38 38 solana what is solana right now is it like 98 okay yeah, so okay. i just
1: looked on coinbase uh because i was gonna i have a i have some money in kucoin i was gonna transfer over to there. Then over to my phantom wallet but uh, it's a little pricey. Yeah,
0: see I'm seeing yeah around like 3500 USD right now. Um if if my math was around that range so okay yeah, i don't want to
1: spend almost four grand on one yeah, of these. yeah so things.
0: you're you're above <laughs> one eth right now in uh comparative terms so yeah i mean this one's a little bit out of yeah i mean i want to get in solana but i don't want to spend all my money on one project right which is kind of why like photo finish line the 800 hundred dollar horses that one seems a little bit more interesting to to me because maybe i can spread it out and and get a couple but this one will definitely be on our radar and on our watch. And in a future show, maybe we're going to look at the top 10 Solana projects by sales volume. That would be a fun episode, Brian, um, to really dive into you know, the history of Solana. We already got that with Legend before, where he shared you know, some of the history and some of his top projects. But maybe we look at what the community and sales volume is saying are the top projects. So uh, does, that, does that sound good?
1: Sounds good to me.
0: All right. Well, it looks like we are out of time. Big shout out to everyone who joined us live on Benzinga's YouTube. If you are here live and you have not already smashed that like, or if you are watching us on replay and have not smashed that like, please do so. Please let us know. Please share the stream. Let's get more people here for the roadmap. Benzinga's NFT show. We're trying to build up a community here, providing news education and exclusive interviews So subscribe to Benzing's YouTube channel as well. And if you are listening to us on the podcast, thanks for uh, joining us. We want to give another big shout out to our friends at FTX who sponsored this episode. If you have not signed up for the FTX app, you can do so with the link in the description below. Um, So again, shout out to our friends. Yeah, and smash that bell to get notifications when we go live. Shout out to Born to be Free in the chat. One of the the loyal viewers here on Benzinga. Wilberto, we see you too saying great show and Alpha as always. See you on the next one. Hey, shout out to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Brian, also I got to share. I haven't tested this out myself, but Benzinga actually just launched a YouTube Um, sort of premium membership right I think it's $3.99 a month and you get exclusive emojis and some other perks for signing up Uh, maybe even an emoji of me or Brian uh, on the way soon I know there's one of Spencer um, and I believe there's one of AB and of Mitch so you can share those in the chat as well Well, with that being said, we will see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And stay tuned for pre-market prep at the close. Coming up next with Joel and Spencer breaking down all the top stock and crypto stories of the day. I'm sure they'll have a lot to talk about given this market. And we will catch you tomorrow. Take care, everyone.
1: See y'all.